All right, let me talk about benefits of marriage. So your personal thoughts, pros of being married, and things you do together. So just talk about some things that you guys do together. Well, um, some of the benefits, um, security is one. Mm -hmm. um, commitment to one another and just that person only. Mm -hmm. um, what else? I know you said earlier, you, you said that's your best friend, and that's, that's my best friend, so... Mm -hmm. Um, one thing is if I decide I want to try something, mm -hmm. I have an automatic partner. That's right. Um, <laughs> so so there are things like that. Um, or if I want to go see a movie, if I, want, like, I have an automatic yeah. partner, mm -hmm. whether he wants to or not, let's go try this, and he comes along. And, and on the flip side of that, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, I think we talked about this in another uh, video, but like... Uh, the financial aid, the financial help that the partner mm -hmm. brings, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you want to travel, you know, now you got two incomes that mm -hmm. help your guys do the things that you want to do. So how does how did that how, how did that increase over the years to you guys? Like what are some of the things that you did in the beginning versus what you do now? Well, to combat what you said earlier, I kinda of feel like, you know, the benefits for me for being married, there's been a lot of like trying times in my life that I wanted to make a career change. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, you know, felt like I was gonna, I didn't know what I was gonna do, you know, and, you know, even to the point where I've never, I've never been a quitter, you know, but sometimes there's been a situation where you question, is this the right thing for you? Mm -hmm. You know, and having that person to not just give you an answer that you wanna hear, mm -hmm. but give yep. you that answer, that, that encouragement, That's right. you know, mm -hmm. being there because there's, you know, even though you have a success, you gotta behind every person's success. There's somebody, whether it's a mom or, or a husband or wife. There's somebody giving you that sound advice that's gonna push you forward. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like they say, a coach is just important as a player. That coach inspires you. Mm -hmm. You know, so Michelle has been that person that kind of keep me keep me from making a rash decision sometimes. Mm -hmm. You right. know, because sometimes you know I have a attitude I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be done with it. I'm mm -hmm. done with you know what I'm yeah, saying exactly. but then but, but then when you, you know yeah. I, but I've learned through when you I'm not just going for me anymore right you know I am right. married I do have yeah. a child I do have a wife I got other responsibilities <laughs> that I have to understand that I can't go six eight twelve months without money mm -hmm. I can't you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna put the responsibility back on her because I've created a certain lifestyle yeah for her mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying even though she would but i'm not going to do that mm -hmm. um but i feel like that's one benefit because you have a person that you're mm -hmm. you have somebody mm -hmm. especially if that person's for you you know if yeah they, if they're if they're, if they're they can go two different ways now you can you can be married not have somebody that's, that's going right, to give you that sound advice they're right. going to just say you know they got you got that person that's going to tell her friends or his friend what you're not doing and you you may mention not only a cheerleader to, to kind of cheer you on or to congratulate you, but also somebody to tell you, wait a minute, let's mm -hmm. rethink that. That's yep. right. Mm -hmm. um, and I know for me, I can, I can be harsh. I can mm -hmm. be blunt. And so sometimes I have to stop and say, baby, does this sound right? Or was I wrong for this? Mm -hmm. And if it was something that I was wrong about, he'll tell me. Mm -hmm. And so I know that it doesn't come from a, a place of uh, wanting to hurt or anything like that. Mm -hmm. He's going to be honest with me. And I need that. So not only is he going to cheer me on, but he'll also pull me aside and let me know. Now you know. You I, I, I remember take the, all that. I remember uh, years now, but I remember when I first kind of started where I was working at, where I work at now. And I remember uh, family members over there. We out there in the back. So I smoked a little weed together. And she was like, she said, come here. I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, she was like, look, are you a grown man? What you want to do? I said, I hate for you to lose that good job because you got to smoke weed. And I said, you know what? I, I, I mean, if I was pissed off, I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do. I, I deserve, you know what I'm saying? I had to think about that. I didn't know it would be stupid. Lose a good job like that just because you mm -hmm. smoke. So yeah. it just you know having that person to to help you make those decisions. You know, what's a really tough decision, man. Yeah. You're like, yeah. man, I want to do what I want to do, and also to right your wrongs. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly, exactly. So that the next topic is marriage myths. 
and it kind of ties in, but things that, and I think we've talked about some of it, but things that you heard or you thought about being married, and then once you were married, you were like, mm, I didn't like that at all, or um, people said that this was going to happen, but this didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Were there any things that um, maybe in the back of your head you thought, and then in the middle of it, you're like, that ain't true. I know you, before I heard people say, well, you're going you're gonna to be tired of being married to the same person for, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, mm -hmm. years. And that's not true at all. Mm -hmm. Like, I love him even more and more each year. Mm -hmm. So that's my best friend. And, you know, I just love him. He all right. <laughs> <laughs> and what I heard, you know, people would say, oh, as soon as you get married, they're going to stop. Everything gonna stop. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, or they put that with them when you have kids. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, they gonna stop when you have kids. You know, and and, and it's just it all goes mm -hmm. to you know. I've never like had a uh, you know preconceived notion that oh man, like you know when we get married, I mean, she gonna stop doing this. Mm -hmm. No, because I knew the person I was. I know she wasn't gonna do that. I don't mm -hmm. want to do that. You know, and if she did. I felt we communicated. Me, our communication yeah, right. over years has yeah, yeah. gotten a lot better. Yes. There's been. I remember we talked about it. I mean, we used to first go on trips. It didn't matter when we, we might have a good. We gonna have a good time. Yeah. But we gonna get to arguing this one, one time, time on the trip. trip. Yeah, this <laughs> one time. Real stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, but, and it was probably five, six years ago. We were like, you know what? We don't even. We don't because it doesn't matter. It's small stuff that mm -hmm. that. I guess you just you just evolve in the moment and you don't realize that oh I don't do it no more. Mm -hmm. You know, or I we are better at doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, and we always can communicate better. We mm -hmm. always can do that. Because I think a lot of the breakdown with communication is you're afraid of hurting that person's feelings mm -hmm. so that you don't say anything. Yeah. But sometimes you need to say it because if it's right. hurting you, mm -hmm. you need to say it too. Get off your chest. Yeah. And that's what I've told him. It's I for me. I um I would I can cut people off, I can disconnect. Mm -hmm. And so if there's something that is bothering me and I don't address it, it'll sit and it'll grow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't ever yeah. want to get to a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm done. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. And that that goes for anybody. Um and so it's best for me to go ahead and address it and and it's not uh and that's that's trauma response really because yeah. i'm just building walls and trying you know self-preservation and so there have been times where i've told him look i need to talk to you about this because it's bothering me and i don't want it to keep growing that's right um so that was something and um the what the seven year itch yeah, and yeah, all that stuff that but stuff. we <clears throat> we've had issues and we've talked about those things openly, mm -hmm. but communication. And so my thing has always been come to me, talk to me, mm -hmm. because I can, we can work through whatever it is mm -hmm. if you come to me and we talk about it. Mm -hmm. But if you catch me off guard and I feel attacked, mm -hmm. uh -huh. That that's here north. That that's iffy. We don't yeah. know what the outcome is gonna be. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm healing, but it's a process. Yeah. And that's one thing I've always told um, Paul. Like I don't care if it's gonna hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. I just want you just to you know let me know how you feel. Be honest with me. We can work through anything. <coughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know I think that the thing is I know the, the male ego is is very fragile and. A lot of times, because we may lack, I think the idea comes in, well, I don't want to hurt her feelings, mm -hmm. or I don't want her to take offense to it. So there is that level of fear, because you know that this is the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, but you have an issue and you want to, to solve the issue, or at least address the issue, and there's that kind of like that fear that... I don't want to mess this up because mm -hmm. this is the best thing I got. So sometimes it's easier for us to just kind of not say anything, but you know, eventually it has to come out because that's the only way it's going to be healthy and then we'll be able to heal. But you know, it, it now what does me good, um, I know as far as us is, you know, 
where, where I work at is a bunch of older uh, gentlemen that I work around. Some, some women are there, but mostly older gentlemen. I'm talking to guys that's, hell, five years older than me. They're on marriage number three or four, <laughs> you know. And they always, uh, they always make comments and saying stuff about their wives. And I'm like, I just sit there and be quiet, you know, complaining about it. Like, she don't do this and she don't do that. And I just sit there quiet like this. I mean, even if there was something that, you know, I felt like she did that I didn't like, why am I telling y'all? That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why bad talking to you? That's right. Yeah, talking bad. Like, I mean, that's not representing her. Then when they meet her, they're going to look at her like she crazy. Exactly. <laughs> but then I'm like, why is you still with her then? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know. All right, the next topic, I know this is a tough one. Um, talk about dealing with uh, loss, grief, and trauma. Um, when know, we... Go ahead. When we did this episode, we talked about not only things that we went through during our marriage, mm -hmm. um, but also we we learned and have learned throughout the years that some of the trauma that I experienced in childhood is mm -hmm. actually you know the root to some of the issues or some of the problems that I've had in opening up and yeah. allowing him to or allowing him in and things like that. So. Um, we know y'all have a shared loss, mm -hmm. uh, and that happened while y'all were married. Mm -hmm. So um, that was when your grandmama passed away, mm -hmm. and then your grandfather, who introduced y'all, he's also passed away. Mm -hmm. um, so how have y'all? How do y'all support each other during those times? Well, one thing I love about um, Paul. Um, Throughout the losses, he has given me his undivided attention. He has been there to support me, ask me constantly, baby, you need anything? You okay? You want to talk about it? I mean, he has really been my emotional support to help me with that. And also, when we lost our son, um, Aiden, back in 2014, I mean, he 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 was amazing. He he never left my side. He was there with me. I mean, I just wish that. A lot of people can feel, you know, get that same support mm -hmm. if they lose mm -hmm. someone. Because when you're going through stuff, especially losing a loved one, I mean, it's very hard. It's, mm -hmm. it's very yes, hard. It so you need someone that can kind of uplift you, let you know that, you know, even though you're going through this, I, I got your back. Mm -hmm. And you, like I said, you you had a sister, but mm -hmm. you were 17, mm -hmm. and and you and your grandmother were close. So mm -hmm. I'm sure that it felt like how you felt in that mm -hmm. moment, nobody else felt that way. That's right. And yeah. so that's how, as an only child, when mm -hmm. I lost my mom, mm -hmm. yes, he's there, yes, he had been there for over, you know, 20 mm -hmm. years, but I, that's, I'm her only child. That's right. Mm -hmm. So I'm the only person who feels this loss this way. That's right. And yeah. even though he didn't feel it that way, he was right there with me <coughs> right. and allowed me to grieve and process right. however I needed to. Mm -hmm. so. And yeah. you mentioned with Aiden, and mm -hmm. I know that was difficult. That was difficult for all of us. Yes. yes. Um, for me, like I didn't even know, and that was me and my unhealed stuff, and mm -hmm. because I shut down, and mm -hmm. so I'm like, you know, how do I still open up and show you that I'm here for you, mm -hmm. and then process it and, and help you through it? So mm -hmm. I'm glad that the two of you had each other to work through that. Yes. Have you had any loss within your family or any any issues that you've had to deal with since y'all have been married? Yeah, I lost both of my grandparents, you know, but, well, my, both my grandfathers, not my grandparents, my grandfathers. Uh, um, but what, and this is kind of crazy to say, like, I, I handle loss differently, you know, like, I, you know, I do more, but it's just, I know it's a part of life. Mm -hmm. You get the same amount of how close somebody is to you. But um, but Michelle's always been there for me. You know, she was always, hey, you need anything? You know, like call and check on your, your grandma. You call and check on your your, your granddad, me, your, your your cousins, them stuff like that. But when we lost Aiden, you know, because we experienced it together, because that was our first child, um, it was it hit a little different because you know it is when you when you you hear about people you know miscarrying, you know, but you when it hits home. And you have a deep connection because you want, you know, you want a child so bad together. You know, because yeah, yeah. basically you feel, you know, even when you get married, when you create life together, it feels like 
that's the ultimate accomplishment of being mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You know, right. for me, that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. You know, so to experience that loss and just, you know, it, it was tough, but having a strong emotional support system, you know, from her and you guys and mm-hmm. my mom, like, you know, it just, it was there. Like, it was, like, I, it, it was, it was warranted in every single way. And I, and I, I hate that so many people don't have that mm-hmm. because it can cut down on a lot of other stuff that people deal with, but it, it, it was, you know, right. it it helped a lot, you know, and, and we talked about, you know, how men handle stuff differently, you know, and sometimes I did, you know, shun those emotions because I didn't want her to see, you know, either me cry or, or mm-hmm. see, you know, or my asking them questions like, why, 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 you know, but, you know, to have a, a deep, deep-rooted, you know, spiritual sense that I feel like I have in certain situations that, you know, I was able, you know, to get the answers I need, understand, you know, why things happen, what they do, stuff that you can't just control, That's you know, right. but, um, but just having that partner there with you helps you 100% more. Yes, yes. And you, you brought up Aiden, and I know for me, it's, so y'all lost Aiden, and then Cadence came. I mean, and it was right. quick. Quick, very quick. I was, I was afraid. Two more dollars. So that was, I was happy, but I was guarded with yes. it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I hope that they processed everything mm-hmm. first because not under, not knowing that situation, mm-hmm. I knew when the baby comes. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you haven't processed it, through these things, and then baby comes, it's not gonna get processed through right, because right. of that. But um, and that's one of the reasons, you know, we only had one child mm-hmm. because after it happened, you know, we talked, and I just because even with having Kate, yeah, like everything was heightened. She had a pain. Yeah, oh, what's what's wrong? What's yeah, wrong? What's was, wrong? Yeah. You know, so yeah, you yeah. know that then the stress of my job, you yeah. know, and mm-hmm. then dealing with you know a high, you know, what is what is crazy. I was yeah, high risk pregnancy. You know, it was kind of like, you know, and and that was is a worry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the that, word is for everybody. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm quite so, sure that that was uh, that created a lot of trauma in itself. You know, mm-hmm. going through that and that level of fear. Oh shoot! You, damn, you got gas. You sure? You all right? You know what I'm saying? But it's just gas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Even, like, Every little pain. With Cadence, she came early. Came early. And And the same people that was there when we lost Aiden were pretty much the same crew was there with Cadence. Mm -hmm. I just, when, when, and that was, y'all, that was Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. I had just mixed my dress. (laughs) 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 And you called, I was like, shoot. But that was, that experience, that was so hard. Mm -hmm. And, and then Cadence came so quickly and I'm like, oh my. God, this, it was a lot to deal with. It was from the outside, mm-hmm. so I can only imagine yeah, y'all. Yeah. And that's those are the types of situations that, as a couple, if you don't if you don't operate as a unit, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. those things break relationships. Yes, mm-hmm. it's definitely, um, definitely. There, there are are people who were together in similar situations, mm-hmm. and with that loss, they split up. Yes. So mm-hmm. there are people, that, you know. We basically ours are grown, so um, there are people who have been married all those years, and then the kids are gone, and they realize they don't really like each other. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, right. me. So that in and of itself is, you know, those times really give you the opportunity to see who you are as an individual, and then who y'all are as a couple. And that's one thing I can say about us, like, um, you know, through our marriage, you know, we've been through things or whatever, and I can say that majority of those situations have brought us closer together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, they can't say that. Right, yeah. right. Exactly. And that's the thing. You mm-hmm. lean on each other. That's right. Um, so we have talked about communication throughout, and, and you said the importance of communication, and for me, that's the thing. You, you have to be open. You have to be honest. Um, so how do y'all deal with disagreements when they when they come up how do y'all well (laughs) i was more of a type um whenever we have a disagreement i go silent i won't say anything to him i'll hold a grudge 
I'll walk around here, he say to me like, who are you talking to? You know, so <laughs> I was more, and I, you know, over the years, I've gotten a little better about that. You know, I tried to hold grudges. I, I, sometimes it kills me, but, you know, I just, even if I know I hadn't done anything wrong at that time, I would still be the bigger person and say, okay, you know, start talking to them, you know, versus, <laughs> versus when I wouldn't say anything before. So I've had a lot of growth. <laughs> so you was a little missile too, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can hold a grudge. I can hold a grudge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what, or is there one of you who is more like for for me? For us, this the podcast has been a way for us to get to know each other. But really, for me to hear some some of his viewpoints and some things mm-hmm. that I I didn't know, because I'm the one that. Um, and and sometimes it'll be just something random. Baby, have you ever been driving down the road and you want to jump out the door? Like just anything <laughs> like that. I've always been uh, more open, and I, I want to talk about things. I want to process things. So there are things that we went through that were very, you know, that were painful things and painful situations mm-hmm. that we processed through and healed. But I might come back to him now and ask him a question. And I'm not bringing back old stuff, mm-hmm. but I want to understand. I want to yep. understand mm-hmm. of it. And so now it, it has taken time for him to realize. Mm-hmm. So if I ask something, he ain't, oh, sh- there she goes. It's <laughs> not he sure. knows yeah. that it's because I, I want understanding. understanding. I yeah. want understanding mm-hmm. about the situation. Mm-hmm. So are y'all like that? Is there one who does that more or? <laughs> Michelle is more of what you just stated. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you want that understanding. I guess from a guy's point of view, I'm not gonna say guys, when it comes to me, you know, if there's ever a disagreement, I don't look at like, oh man, it's gonna end marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, just not mm-hmm. just a disagreement. I mean just just you know, mm-hmm. whether it's a big art or whatever, I'd never think in my head that this is the end of our marriage. You know, because mm-hmm. the argument is just that, or disagreement is just that. Yeah. You, you talk about it, get what's out, what's wrong, and you, you know, you, you come together, you just like, you just did, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there's something that's more, more deep. You know, it, it's one of them things that you know, you, you take responsibility for your actions. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have yeah. to, you know, you have to just be be that person and say, okay, well, I did wrong. You know, let, let let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 come to common ground to where mm-hmm. you feel comfortable. You yeah. know, whether it, you might feel something just in that moment, and like you say, you might come back a month, two months down the road and be like, "Well, what about X, Y, and Z?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I know, like, from I, I mean, that that's actually did happen, and I have to realize now that that's not just because she wants to start something, right? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, and, and that that's it's not the a battle story. That's yeah. the only hard part about sometimes I have to I have to just be more understanding that she don't want to come and jail. Because right. she can come jab if she wants to jab. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I have to realize that that's that's not where they're coming. Sometimes yeah. it's hard because you know you want to automatically put a defense mechanism. I gotta deal with this again. I gotta go hurt, yeah. walk around upset. You know what I'm saying? Because that that's the only part about when you argue that I don't like mm-hmm. because it's that silent treatment between. Because I know your mind is going a thousand different ways. Right. Well, my mind is just like I'm just ready for this to be over. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now see yeah. and. The mind is going a thousand different ways because our our past experiences are very similar and have <clears throat> created situations to where we process things mm-hmm. with the intent of self-preservation. Mm-hmm. So for Michelle, it's like she's replaying things, trying to make sure that everything is in place so it don't happen again. Mm-hmm. That's what with him, you know, and this is going to sound crazy when I started, but follow me. So the screen porch, during COVID, we're sitting up there, and he said, and I said, baby, I want to I wanna fix up the screen porch. And he said, what do you want to do? I said, I want to paint it and paint some stuff. I want to fix up the screen porch. He said, okay. And like 10 minutes later, he was like, come on, let's go up to Lowe's. Why? You just said you wanted to paint, you wanted to fix up the thing. For me, that was instant anxiety. <laughs> well, I gotta write down the color of the paint. I gotta make sure I have this. What I gotta measure this. I got 
because I'm trying to make sure that anything that can go wrong, mm -hmm. I got in place. That's I got right. a fix in place. Mm -hmm. The problem is you will never be able to anticipate everything that's mm -hmm. going wrong. Mm -hmm. So that trying is self-preservation. It's trying to make sure I don't want to ever be in this situation mm -hmm. again. So yeah. I need every detail to make sure that it doesn't repeat. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was that's something that you know we've we've dealt with and. Um, I'm the one who does the silent treatment or if I don't say nothing, he's going to know I'm, I'm mad and he's going to come to me and mm -hmm. he's going to beg me to tell him what's on my mind <laughs> and that does not happen. You no, know, it's the, the, the communication thing is about like that meme, you know, you see the meme with the guys <laughs> laid on the side and he's over there and she's like, I want to be up here thinking about, he thinking about some women, he's like, I wonder if Optimus Prime is trans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's how we think of it. Exactly. Y'all yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. are like, okay, um, <laughs> this happened. She told me she's upset. I told her I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Let's move on. And y'all yeah. are like, done. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, I'm sitting back thinking, I can't believe he did that. Mm -hmm. like, even though you, we talked about it, even though you said, I can't believe him. And y'all are done. Or there have been times where I'm like, okay, I've done something and I feel like I've bothered him, upset him, made him angry or whatever. And he's like, no, I'm fine. And he keeps going. And so then I'm looking. He just tilted his head to the left. He's mad. He's fantastic. I know he's mad. Hey, hey. And look. You'd be sitting up there like, you'd be sitting up there like, Looking at football, like go, go, go. You know what I'm saying? He's like, because he, he, it's like, well, and, and our minds are really like, you know, I get that this is going through. We're going through this right now. But right now, <laughs> I'm trying to watch you Falcons win. <laughs> but then the stuff is not, and y'all don't see it as convoluted as we do. That's right. Like, y'all yeah. aren't trying to pick things apart and That's make right. meaning out of it. And I think that's just uh, that's just a, a biological thing. I think I, mean, I think some of it is because, yeah. because there are things that will happen, and and I can just be done with it soon. We're done talking about mm -hmm. it because yeah. I don't want to give I don't want to give anything more energy yeah. that doesn't need to yeah. be had. Mm -hmm. I think I think that's true. I, I think there are definitely true. you know men and women process and deal with things differently. But you know, too, it's like throw too, in too. The thing is too like. By us being providers and conquerors and protectors, you know, yes, we have an issue going on, but I got to go over here and protect. And I got to go over here to, you know, provide, so I can't think about that 24-7. I got to focus on this providing and this protecting, so it's like, it's, it's almost, it's, it's hard to like, get the grasp on, okay, there is an issue, we do have an issue, because, you know, it's like, that's what you want to do, you want to protect, all right, I messed up, now I need to protect, what am I going to do to protect, and our mind is, okay, what am I going to do to get out of this situation, not that we don't want to hear this, it, just what am I going to do to get out of this situation and get things back to where they were before, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell y'all what was a funny story, and I don't know, it was some years ago, and we ain't had to argue about something, I don't know what it was. And it was like something real small, but it turned into something big. Mm -hmm. So you know, I go to work, you know, the next day. You know, and one thing about me, I don't like talking. I don't like nothing to come and work with me. Because mm -hmm. yeah, right. I already deal with a lot of different personalities, and I don't want to give this person the business because of something that happened at home. Right. It's not, you know, it, it's not their fault. Yeah. You know, so I get off work and everything. I come home. I'm like, damn, she done cooked the whole spread during the week. I said, what's your damn? What she got going on? Like, we, we, we ain't started this argument. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but how could she just come? How could she provide such a great meal? And I'm thinking, like, you're doing like, I'm like, yeah. I was about to say, I'm 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 about to say,
Sometimes your son she will cook and she won't eat right then and there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't. I guess just the fact that smelling that food, mm-hmm. you just don't want to eat it right then. Mm-hmm. So, so um, that day you know that she So I'm like, no, she'll put hey, my plate. Say, hey, just fix your plate. Just be watching. She's gonna fix. No, she was like back in the room. Like she gonna wait to hit me fall or something. <laughs> and you know me. I, you know, I'm hungry. I'm like, I ain't it all day. I'm about to die today. I'm about to die today. You should have put the Some of the things that you know we've experienced was, you know, of course you're getting older, you got health issues, um, and there are certain things that uh, certain things that don't work like they used to. Uh, We're going there again, really. Well, I mean, I'm just that's just that's what just we discussed. That's just an example. So, uh, uh, changes individually and as a couple, like you know, how do you? As far as getting older. As far as getting older. You know, I knew you were older when I got this. <laughs> I knew eventually we you, you were hit 40 before <laughs> I hit 40. You know. But, you know, um, I don't even look at Michelle like she's older. I look at her like she's doing not pretty much. You know, and that just got on its truth. I mean, mm-hmm. because I can see how I see older people and they. You know, still kiss their wives a certain way. They still be out on dates with them because they don't look at their wife as she's as or that person that they're old and got issues. They just still see that young love that they have. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I've had you know, I've been sick one time. I don't know what happened. You know, and I was like, damn, like, you know, you question like, what's going on with me? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you know, you only see that when people get older, it's my body side when they get sick and stuff like that. But Anytime something's happened with me when it came to that, you know, from playing flag football, tearing my meniscus, she took me to the hospital, you know, wrapping my leg up to, you know, the most recent, well, had to be, I don't know what caused it, but, you know, just mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, I'm I'm there when I need to be. Because a man, we feel any kind of pain we have, it'll go away. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it'll be all right. But if I hadn't listened to her and went to the doctor when I did, who knows what would happen? Yeah. Now, I know you've always been, like, you go to the gym, you've always been, you said, you know, mindful of food and things. Have you noticed as you're getting older, the changes in your body yet? Because if not, I'm telling you, 40, that's when it happens. Mm-hmm. No. It's, it's amazing, the change at 40. Your back, your knees. Everything, and, and for no reason. For no good no reason. But one thing I will tell you, um, like, I noticed that, so, like, I would say probably, I would say now I really, really start benching. I would say probably this year, you know, when mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, got my normal physical and everything, you know, when then some stuff came back that, that, you know, I really didn't like, you know, so then I referred it to a specialist, you know, then we talked about studies, so you just lose some weight. And you know, I'm thinking like, damn, all last year, that's what I thought I was doing, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't, but I didn't lose any weight. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I tried something that's different. It was more strenuous, but, I feel the benefits to so I have better mobility that, that yeah. I, I didn't have before. And just thinking like, you know, I'm, you know, not for anything like that. 
even though I feel like 40 is definitely not old. Most people are in their peak physical shape at 40. Yeah. Well, so that's people. the thing. You said something about losing, especially, especially for women. Mm-hmm. But the older you get, the harder it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So those that's things, that's and that's even like with him, where he is out um, at the job, you know, during the summertime it would get hot, which he has a different job now. He was more mobile and he was in and out. But I would get so jealous because during the summertime, it's like with with no effort, he would lose weight because of the movement and because of sweating at work. Yeah. And over time, and like I said, he has a different position now, but over time it's gotten harder for him to, to lose the weight and to, um, like you, you just have to put so much more effort into yeah. into whatever it is you're, you're working towards. Yeah. Um, and it's like the, you may not, like, like for me, it's a mind-body disconnect. Because in my mind, I'm still young, and I can still do whatever. But then, you know, <laughs> when I get up to do it, my body is like, whoa, <laughs> that's not us anymore. <laughs> and i tell you something now, if you're mind right now, and I see the damn eyes you got. Because let me tell you something, bro. It's, see, I don't remember what exact year it was, but I remember like, other than my safety class, I ain't nothing, nothing. Only time I needed these was just to, you know, read something, write something. Man, I take these dogs on things off, she'd be like, look at this on Facebook. I'd be like, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Then you gotta make that adjustment. You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy, man. It's like, it just, yeah. it's, it's almost like it just happened overnight, man. It, it does, but it's just God, like a car. No. You know, you try your best to take care of it. And, and then it, eventually, you know, yep. there are some things you need to replace or you need to get better at. Yeah. Because, like, when I first met Michelle, she was in the gym just as much as I would. You know, I was just like, why you lift all that heavy weight? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel like she still is that same person. She just had a child. She, she looks at herself, you know, Worse than than yeah. than, than I definitely just what I'm saying, and, and I feel like it, you know it's that body dysmorphia thing because I have it too. Because there's certain times I'm like, man, she's like, no, you been doing X, Y, and Z, you know, because I don't want to, you know, you think about stuff like I want to, I want to be able to be here for my child. That's right. You get what I'm saying, <laughs> and for my family because you know, being the person who's taking care of the family, you know, when you're gone, you know. Yeah. That takes a lot out of it mentally, more so than the financial aspect. You know, mm-hmm. you got life insurance and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you might get more money from that than while well, I'm gone anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that doesn't replace the fact of your being here. Right. You get what I'm saying? And the impact yeah. it will have on yeah. your and, and in terms of aging, because not just aging, just body, changing your body and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, it, and it's funny because he'll tell me, you know, that doesn't bother me. You're beautiful, all this other stuff. And and I'm like, oh, okay, and it doesn't sink in. Mm-hmm. But when I look at him, he's saying, we, we were looking at pictures, and I didn't realize how small he was when we got married. So he's mm-hmm. gained weight, but when I see him, mm-hmm. I, I still love everything about him. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so my feelings haven't. They're not any less because he's put on weight. Right, right. So for me to um, beat myself up doesn't make any sense. Or for me not to receive what he's saying doesn't make any sense because it's the, you know, the same situation. And we joke, you know, like I told you, I was like, you know, we all, we were made to like nice things. So I was like, you see a dude good with us, ain't that wrong with living? You know, that's just, you, you like nice things. I was like, that doesn't mean you want to go after it. You're just looking at something nice. You're just going about your business. But I'm not, I'm confident in myself and the woman that I have that, you know, she's going to love me. If, if I turn to a tub of lard, she probably said, well, you need to go and do some exercise. <laughs> but, but she should <laughs> tell me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the same yeah. time, no, but that's, that's more, in my opinion, as a health effect. Right. Because, you know, right. you know right. even the little weight that I lost, I feel like, you know, there's there's so much, that, like my test result came back and I was like, yeah. Just from losing this little bit of weight, that's what happened. And you know what, definitely, I know definitely with me, you know, uh, doctor was like, you know, well, you need to change your eating habits. You can head to pre-diabetes. And I was like, okay, you know. And they said, you know, with the next test result, um, just, you're diabetic. 
and it hit me like what, what that was. I didn't even realize what it was. But uh, <clears throat> of course, now with that diagnosis, it has caused me to be more conscious. Mm -hmm. We actually want to take classes. But you know, I, I slip just like every night. You know, I we slip. I mean, it's, but that's, that's the hard part about it because it's like, you know, you're fighting against, okay, this is what, this is what I love versus what I know I need to do. And then with age, it makes it a little more difficult to, I know for me, <clears throat> and I, I, I try not to use this as an excuse and it becomes, becomes an excuse, but uh, my work schedule makes it difficult to me to set up a pattern. You know, I marry people, well, I go to gym four o'clock every morning. Yeah, I'd love to go to gym four o'clock every morning <laughs> if I had that type of schedule, but mm -hmm. some mornings I'm working four o'clock in the morning. So how do I make that adjustment? And that's mm -hmm. what's difficult for me has difficulty for me has been so go ahead. And you said and I'm glad you did, <clears throat> the the importance of the health part of it. Mm -hmm. Because what what he does is he feels like for me, if I'm all in, I'm all in. And if that means that um, starting today, I'm not going to eat this and whatever, I'll make those sacrifices. But it's hard to do that when you have somebody who's not. And so he's like, you know, any, any step that we make towards doing something better is, is a step towards something better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you have to keep making them. But he feels like I get so critical of things. And so he's trying to make sure that I'm just not being critical, whereas I'm thinking, I'm trying to make sure that we're here. That's right. <laughs> because, mm -hmm. because the, you know, changes need to be made. So that's, that's still something that we go back and forth with because yeah. I, want, I want him to be more cognizant of the importance of what we eat. Mm -hmm. um, and he's, he says, you know, he talks about the gym and, and make sure, and I get that. But we also have to focus on the food aspect of it, and that's going to be sacrificed. And so the important thing for me at this point is not necessarily appearance, but the health aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the, so. the health, mm -hmm. definitely. And that's, that's, that's been, it becomes more of a concern the older I get, because it's like, well, I mean, my dad, at the age that I'm getting ready, my dad, the age I met now, my dad was gone. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's been my biggest fear coming up to this age. Like, you know, am I going to make it past 47? You know what I'm saying? You had the power to change that. And, you know, and I know, I, exactly, I know I had the power to change that. So, and I know I'm not doing what he was doing. My dad, you know, he was uh, he was in sales all the time. My dad didn't exercise. He didn't do any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, I know that, you know, I'm definitely doing something different. And, you know, I think for me, like I said, you know, the, the hard part has just been, you know, the hard, the hard part for me has been mm -hmm. the not being able to commit. And I get thrown off to like, mm -hmm. you know, last month, 20 days straight. Mm -hmm. I can't fit the gym into that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so how do you, once you get thrown off, how do you bounce back? So you keep to going back to the gym. But that's the thing, though. Yeah. And just, what I learned and realized has been 100%. You know, in last year, what I didn't realize because last May, I started back going to this gym. Mm -hmm. Right? So I think I might have lost five pounds in that first month. That because, you know, you're going to lose weight when you first oh, yeah. mm -hmm. body going. But I'm, you know, I'm thinking, um, you know, I felt a little difference in my clothes. But then I had a physical that um, end of the year. And I was like, I haven't lost any weight. Mm -hmm. You know, I was gaining muscle, which that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to shed the pounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and it was just, you know, I still had the same test results, you know, because I really didn't change enough. So then when I, um, beginning part of the year, I had to realize I can't do what Paul did in his 20s to mm -hmm. lose weight. Because right. in my yeah. 20s when I did, I lift weights, you know, I, I, I did a cardio, I lost weight. I don't have the, 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 I don't have the, the strength or the drive to do cardio. I hate cardio now. Mm -hmm. Like I hate it. So we like starting this little hit workout thing we did together. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And I was just like, it was tough. And it's still tough now. You know what I'm saying? But I knew I had to I had to do something different. And I did change my diet. I went back, downloaded my, my fitness pal, 
you know, I, I track my calories and all that kind of stuff. And it is hard to do that part. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, it is. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 you have to have, you have to have a certain level of discipline to do it. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. and because it still kept my same login information, I hadn't did that since 2015. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, I was this size in 2015, eight years ago, and I was like, I gained that much weight. I'm like, dang. Mm-hmm. Like I was like. You know, I'm gonna just continue the game right. if I don't do anything. You know, yep. and a lot of times, like like, like Michelle, you know, we have. I know sometimes she'd be like, oh, "You know everything," you know, about like with certain food. But I'm only talking to you about stuff that I know that would yeah. work. You get what I'm saying? Like if I can stop drinking Pepsi, you know, yeah, yeah. But, that sugar. Yeah. But the reason why I don't say so much is because sometimes I'm pretty sure you might feel that too. You feel attacked. You yep. feel like somebody's criticizing yeah. everything you do. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, I'm not gonna say anything. You know, yeah, you and, just and that, and that yeah. was the feeling because I was trying like, well, I'm doing something different. I mean, I'm yeah. not like it's, you know, I stopped drinking all the sodas. You know, like, I, I was drinking the Monsters Grapes. Like I, I get one a day. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing better. <laughs> I'm not like, you know, I, at one point in time, I might drink four or five a day. Yeah, right. You know that. But I had a scare. I had a scare at a young age, which yeah. stopped me from drinking soda. So when I was in high school. Um, my pituitary glands that swole, and we didn't know what was going on. You know, went to her ear, eye, nose, and throat doctor. You know, had different blood work done, and you know, it came to I had a final appointment, and the lady said, you know, they gave me different antibiotics to take all that kind of stuff. She said, I think this is gonna be part of puberty. I'm strong jawline. I said, this isn't my jawline. You know, this is my jawline. I was yeah. like, how am I gonna have like it literally was swollen out to here. Like it, it, like it, mm-hmm. it, it morphed my face, and like it really bugged me from my appearance. Right. And my mom, you know, she was just like, "Baby, just I don't want to tell you. Just stop drinking soda. Try to try it." Mm-hmm. And I, I was working at the grocery store, and I was that when the cold red first came out, Mountain Dew cold red. I was drinking mm-hmm. probably three in the afternoon, like mm-hmm. five hour shift every day, five mm-hmm. days a week, every day, every day, every day. I stopped drinking, and when a week later, it cleared up. So I quit culture. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have a soda from time to time, but mm-hmm. I wasn't mm-hmm. drinking no I wasn't definitely drinking one one every day. That's it. Yeah. You know that's I don't and I, I don't, and I hate to mm-hmm. nobody wants to have a scare like it to scare them right. But sometimes yeah. that scare can really be and, and, and sometimes that and sometimes that is what it takes, you know, like here recently, last time I went to the doctor, <laughs> I was I'm sick. Your blood pressure's high. It's never been high. What's the kind of change you had going on? I don't know. And he said, uh, I usually take about two uh, tests and uh, got the second results. Um, I have to put you on blood pressure medicine. First time ever. My blood pressure's never been high. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I know that, you know, definitely changes have to be made. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be on that stuff. And I had high blood pressure medicine. But I think I was on blood pressure medicine because Somebody made me get on. You know, I was in pain. You know, the nurse said, "Why are your blood pressure?" I was like, "I'm in pain. I'm, I'm broke my finger." You know, so then her and the, the nurse cooperated. Well, okay, you, know, you, you want to live? You want to take this? Shot. <laughs> you know, but you know, so I. So you mean to tell you? me oh the nurse in your wife? <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay. It was like what one forty something. Not the fried chicken. No, because I wasn't. That's what I'm telling you. Got crazy, but my diet wasn't what it should, what it needed to be. But it wasn't bad. So I felt like I had to be on it. Mm-hmm. So you know, I got on it. You know, for you know, for you know, for a while, and I got off of it. But I wasn't still eating what I need. I wasn't eating right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even like now, even like now, like I don't eat. I'm not, I'm, I'm not 100%. I don't have the best diet, but I, I found a balance. You know, so like mm-hmm. I eat, I, I eat eight, enough 80% of the time. So right. that, that one cheat day, I don't go like all crazy out, but I'm not like, I'm not watching everything I eat. Because right. once you hit a certain point, that, that's the that's point. A, that's, that's the point to, yes, I'm you saying, get, to, to get where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Keep doing the same, you know, actual physical movement you're doing, and just you know, being just still enjoying. So you might have to eat junk food every day. Yeah. I mean, that one day a week, or maybe that day and a half, where you're like, man, you know, I do want to just get a burger this afternoon, you know, and, and whatever. But you might have you might have to work double time that next day to burn it off. But you have to reward yourself that way. Yeah. But you have to also understand you got to work towards that to keep right, it. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. See, 
for me, what I found is removing that stuff, your body goes through that detox, yes. but then once it's, once that the sugar, once the process, once it's out, you, you don't, don't want it. it. You don't crave it. Yeah. For me, the times that I've done that, I get so frustrated with myself when I then backslide. Mm -hmm. And because once yeah. you start, it's so easy to it pick is. it back up. It's, so, like, it's like with Pepsi, if I try to go cold turkey, I will have a headache for seven mm -hmm. days straight. Yep, that but once I get over it, I'm fine. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then I'll taste one, like, this soda don't taste right. Now taste another one. Yeah, get another one, and it's over. You know, mm -hmm. so that's why I told you, like, you don't have to cut everything out completely because you, you, you your body is not going to understand. I was getting this for every day for the past three, four, five months or a year or whatever. Now you take away from it. I don't know how to act. So that's why you have to gradually take something away. You know what I'm saying? And then you be like, okay, well, you know, I, instead of me having a, a twenty ounce soda, I'm gonna have a, a twelve ounce can. Right. You get mm -hmm. and that's, that's what I was saying. So Reagan. And her Diet Coke habit, um, she hasn't been drinking it, though. And so the other day, she was like, I want Diet Coke, I want Diet Coke. So then I'm going to go get a case. So don't get a case. A case. <laughs> I said, just get a 20-ounce or anything. Get the little 8-ounce um, can. That's, that's what I'm buying. Yeah. I said, because if you get a case before you know it, you yeah. and there is nothing worse than that caffeine withdrawal headache. Oh, God, that, that thing is terrible. It's horrible. It's terrible. Because the only thing you do is have caffeine. Sugar is worse. Sugar is horrible. It's worse than any type of Fried food. It is. It is. And it's in everything. And on top of me drinking the sodas, then I start drinking coffee in the morning. And like Paul said, my coffee is more like hot chocolate when I make it. So, you know, that's sugar. Coffee with cream. Cream and sugar, man. But I can't fault you two for that because I never used to drink coffee. I'll take it. I'm going to take it. All right. Well, you know, we've really been enjoying this with y'all. We're in the Big Easy. And we're just <laughs> on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> and we have been talking to y'all good enough. Yes. We've enjoyed y'all. Yeah. We do have 